Welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And we are going to talk about Gru from Despicable Me. And I love, I mean, Steve Carell has done such an awesome job with that character. But mm-hmm. it's it's weird to me when you do hear him pop in with that accent in the office at one point he kind of speaks in it briefly yeah. and i'm always like that's true uh, it's almost like it's not necessarily the accent it's just like the delivery and like the this the screams that he does yes. sometimes it's like that sounds just yeah. like grew yeah. yes mm-hmm. um so this theory is that grew is actually a good villain uh this comes mm. from sad marion barry <laughs> five seven six two uh so marion barry's Sad Marion Barry's gremlins, um, a seven-year-old male and a two-year-old female, have recently been obsessed with the Despicable Me franchise. Uh, they've been watching one, two, three, Rise of Gru and Minions on repeat for the last two weeks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little rough. Yikes. Um, so now uh, their partner and they, they have theory, okay? This entire series happens after Gru has retired. And he's actually a good villain. First off, look at his house. Three stories up and a fallout shelter underground. Alligator couch. 90-inch <laughs> flat screen TV. Rhinoceros chair. Front and backyard in a U.S. city. Now, mm. uh, let's see. We do not see a family tree, but we know that mom doesn't like him enough to give him any family money. And <laughs> his twin has been set for life. He has financially supported 300,000 children thanks to the minions who we see only serve the most evil being and cause their downfall. But the minions have yet to cause his failure. He has no job and can successfully fool a private adoption agency about his finances and security to adopt (laughs) not one, not two, but three children. Do you have any idea what a single dude would have to do to adopt three girls? (laughs) Yeah, a lot. The conclusion we have decided is that he has actually been stealing from other villains like we see in the Rise of Gru and stealing from organizations to avoid being spotted by the AVL Wild Knuckles showed him well. I don't know what that means. AVL is anti-villain league. I don't know what the other part is. Okay. Proof of this is the only reason the bank hates him is because they've never made money off of him. And he's the same age as Victor, we learn in The Rise (laughs) of Gru. (laughs) I love it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Curse you, tiny toilet. That's one of our favorite lines in our house. Okay. (laughs) He's not really broke. He's reserved the money for his new family to live long and prosper because kids change you. He didn't get a job after he just tried to keep the minions busy. Do you know what kids' birthday parties and weddings cost? <laughs> but the minions need a villain to feel happy. So, steal the moon. We have no money. <laughs> Plus, old man is senile and needs something to keep him busy. Think they're talking about... Uh, Dr. Nefario. Yes, thank you. Old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Gru's dad idolized him to his brother, so he accomplished a great many things that are just never mentioned. Gru is really the greatest villain ever. He's just retired. He gets a job in number three to try to keep money coming in to avoid his new wife's suspicions as to why they have so much money to afford everything. Proof? He's never missed a single shot the entire series. El Macho doesn't freak out when Gru sneaks in. He laughs and welcomes him because he hasn't lost his touch. He's broken into various villains' fortresses with virtual ease, but no one has gotten into his. Every villain knows who he is because if they stepped on his toes, they would be sorry. The only time he hesitates mm. is for his girls. Gru is the best villain of all time, and he hides behind petty crimes in an army of what seem to be incompetent minions. <laughs> so some of this theory is written a little nonsensically. <laughs> a little hard yeah. to understand. Oh, you laugh. You think that's an understatement? Trying to follow along. <laughs> and just, they don't know how to spell the word villain. <laughs> yeah, they don't know Or senile. Spell. Yes. And I... I haven't seen Rise of Gru. I have not either. And we've seen I all the other seen ones. Despicable Me three. Have I? Well, three. Wait, is the, that's the one with the brother. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. I've watched. Wait. He gets married to number two. Mm-hmm. And that's we've when just, we get th the nacho hat, right? Maybe. Oh, yeah. the purple. That's the purple minions. Yeah. Uh, I think we've seen, I feel like three has been on at some point somewhere and we saw parts of it because I can picture something beyond a trailer, but I don't recall the entire plot of the movie. Okay. Anyway. Um, but like I said, I haven't seen Rise of Gru, but I've seen Minions. Mm -hmm. We know enough to know what's happening here. Yeah. This this is just I... kind of like a mess. <laughs> I have only seen the first one. I really I... think that that's all you like... need. I, I love Steve Carell and I think mm -hmm. he did a fantastic job in the first one, but I just cannot stand the minions. <laughs> they annoy the ever loving crap out of me. They're the best. And now I know what to get you for Christmas. I I hate them with a Some fiery passion. Cat what? ear headphones and, and a stuffed minion. So I just I couldn't. I couldn't watch any more after the first one. Like the first one's good. It's got a Maple. sweet story. And like I said, Steve Carell's fantastic in it, mm -hmm. but I just didn't want to mess mm -hmm. with that universe anymore after that point. So I don't know anything past the first one. And I barely remember that one. Yeah. Um, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> this the is situation. Fine. Yeah. It's like, like the meme. <laughs> this, I could, I could clean like, yeah, this, there's some good points in here, but it's just not written well. But we'll mm -mm. we'll just kind of ignore that and just go based off of the actual points of the theory and not the composition itself. Okay. Uh, so do you want to go on to comments? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Bad reputation. We've got a Swifty up in here. Bad reputation 2611 <laughs> commented, that's not a theory that's talked about openly in the first movie. If I recall correctly. Well, thank you. Wow, you're that, so hip with the. I, I had to look it up for that last time. You said I don't know what that means. Lingo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I recall correctly, okay, that's not a theory that's talked about openly in the first movie. If I recall correctly, by the evil bank guy and the old scientist. 
Why don't they know their name? Because no one I'll, wants I'll to call talk about. Will, I'll call him Will Arnett and Russell Brand. How about well, no that? one wants to talk about Russell Brand. <laughs> okay. That's the problem. He had at one time been the best, but when we see him in the first movie, he was past his prime and losing credibility. He wasn't retired, but he was on the verge of going out of business. Also, don't the minions only serve the greatest villains? Which is the point in the movie Minions we learn about mm-hmm. Michael. Is that they always the seek out the greatest, the greatest villain to serve. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of weird to begin with because I was like, he doesn't he make them? <laughs> doesn't he kind yeah, of? Yeah, that was the thing. The first movie made it seem like he created them and made them in like. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, under tubes. the assumption of. Yeah, but right, and then now all of a sudden they retconned seeing, that. Yes, they totally did. So that they could write um, a movie and make a ton of money. Yeah, it's a shame that Minions didn't seek out a nuclear weapon and detonate it while they were Oh, I'm sure it. they did. It's just that <laughs> they're like roaches and that can't yeah. kill them. Well, they do have a funny little montage of them going up to like famous bad guys in history and like them failing and then moving on to the next one. And mm-hmm. I remember. Mm-hmm. And it's great because um, what's the actor? Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush narrates oh. it to great effect. Yes. I was trying to think of okay. his, his character's name in Mystery Men. I forgot. <laughs> Okay, so OP comes back to that comment and says, that's what I'm saying, but they never really say anything alluding to that. Even when talking <laughs> what to the, does that even mean? I don't know. Even when talking to the Bank of Evil, he never really said you used to be the best. He kind of avoided it. Then in two, the AVL laughs at his villainy, saying he wasn't evil enough for them. So it's kind of implied that he is subpar. Okay. Doesn't that I mean, go against that's, what he was saying in the theory? No, he, what he's saying is the people in the movies, like the characters, are implying that Gru is subpar. But in reality, oh, okay. we as the audience gotcha. should know that no, he's really actually a really good villain. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, this is confusing. Well, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like me okay. to translate? Let me let me try translating. I think okay. what. Our OP said in the original thing was just that he's such a good villain. He hid it from everyone. All of the things he was able to steal because he let other villains still steal them. And then he took them from those villains. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. And that's why people think that he's not that good of a villain. Because he's not in most of those cases that they brought up. He wasn't the one actually doing that. I don't know. Well, we can save that for the discussion. But okay. Next comment from Wayfinder. According to the height of a minion, which is three and a half feet on average, Gru is four minions tall, which means he is a godly size of 14 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't know what this says. Second, if any of you remember the original Despicable Me, you know there is a scene when Vector kidnaps the three girls and shoots a series of heat-seeking missiles, misses, I think missiles at Gru, and then he then dodges them all. According to the speed of an average ballistic missile, 1,900 miles per hour, and the size of the missile, according to his ankle size, Gru can perceive and move at such a speed that the missiles only move 9.5 miles per hour, 0.5% of their original speed. Plus, after this, Gru punches a shark, and it's paralyzed, meaning its spine is probably shattered. To remind you, it would require a force greater than 3,000 newtons to fracture the spine. 
That's equal to the impact created by a 500-pound car crashing into a wall at 30 miles per hour. I rest my case. It's a good villain. <laughs> he is freaking scary. He should take on Kingpin. Yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, oh, man. I feel like we've seen this commenter before. Comprehensive ad 3963? Maybe. Um, not to mention he can apparently pull out a weapon, shoot a few things slash people and walk out unharmed. <laughs> it's true. He can. There you go. Everything you ever wanted to know about Gru. I mean, I, yeah. I have a ton <laughs> of things to discuss, but I don't know if it should go into my theory rating. Do y'all want to talk about anything before we move on? I don't really have a lot to contribute to this one. Okay, cool. Well, before we take our message break, let's all take turns giving our best Gru impersonation. I'll go first. Mom, you're going to be proud of me. You're going to... <laughs> I, I don't know what else he says, but you're going to be very proud. Uh, here's here's my here's my impersonation. Good night, kittens. Close your eyes. Sleep in peace until you rise. Though while you sleep, we are apart. Your mommy loves you with all her heart. Oh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, your turn. Uh, I don't know, guys. I I won't be very good at this one, but I'll I'll try. I've been recruited by a top secret agency to save the world. That is all. Oh yeah, that's right. Cruz back in the game with the gadgets and the weapons and the cool cars. The whole deal. Whoa! Whoa! Man. And we're back. Michael, that was incredible. Yeah. That was, he, I mean, I don't know where you even pulled that from. I've never heard you talk like that before. I was so impressed. Yeah. You have really great impersonation skills. I'd love when I have more time to know what else you can do. Um, but I just know also that I have some things to say about this theory. I want to rate it. Don't you, Laura? Yes. Okay. So how should we rate it? Michael, can you help us out? Yeah, baby! The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Okay, so... Is Gru secretly the best villain ever? Well, it's not the best, but an awesome, really good one. Okay. Well, that's not on the I mean, rating can, scale. Can... Could you use the rating scale, <laughs> oh, please? Yes. Okay. Uh, Michael, were you going to go? Because I will if you don't want to. I was just going to say, I can kick this off because okay. mine won't be probably as long as you guys. Um, okay. Yeah, this is preposterous. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I. This is just so dumb. Like. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out everything that this person was trying to say in the theory. Um, if we're going off of just that he's the greatest villain of all time, mm -hmm. sure. But I'm doing my rating on the actual theory and the way it was written and everything. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's preposterous for me because I just feel dumber. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go, if that's all right, Laura. 
Yeah. So I'm just kind of re-looking over all of this. So, you know, some of their initial points are like all this stuff that he has. You know, he's got all this stuff. He's got this stuff that clearly costs a lot of money. Uh, the fallout shelter, the alligator couch, the big TV. You know, where does he get all that money? And we get the idea that the bank has been loaning him money to, to fund his villainy, but he's not making them money, which is another thing that they point out. So to everybody around him, you even stealing um, – he, he's the one that stole – no, he didn't steal the pyramid. Um, but anyway, he wanted to hold the moon for ransom, and they were like, oh, this is great. It's going to be a big thing. And they were getting really excited, almost like they hadn't had a big score like that in a while, obviously, which still holds water if this whole time – He's been funding himself and his his stuff and his house by stealing from other villains um, to fill up his house. Now, I really don't understand. I don't think you have to be a really good villain to adopt three children. I don't feel like that plays into this at all. Uh, other than like him saying, well, he's just skilled because he can juggle all of these responsibilities at one time. Um, I think maybe what they're trying to insinuate is the art of deception that okay. he employs in okay. order to be able to okay. adopt. And so like if that's part of it, and I think that's what they're saying is like there's this craftiness element to him that he's intentionally doing these smaller crimes to basically have the life that he wants. He has the mastermind capabilities to fool the adoption agency. And so he's got the mind of a villain but he also has the physicality necessary because of his skills being, you know, shooting things, avoiding heat seeking missiles, breaking the spines of sharks and that kind of thing. Um, you know, doing those super, like that super cool coordinated thing at the end of the first movie where like he reaches out and they make a huge ladder with minions and he, they pull uh, Agnes in. I think this is plausible. I I can't I just absolutely cannot give it genius because of the way that it was presented. Um I won't be I'm not like the person the first comment that was like I just thought that that's what I thought he is a good guy or a good bad guy. I never thought that he was like super successful. Um but with this with some of this some of these details I I could say that he's really good. Mm -hmm. a good uh, villain so uh plausible for me i can also give this a plausible i will also say that uh you know i i, I was sorry i was beating up on op <laughs> a little bit earlier about how this theory is written but it just dawned on me if they've been watching mm -hmm. all of these despicable me and minion movies for two weeks on repeat straight their brain is probably a little bit of a scrambled mess right now. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, I think I need to give them a little bit of an allowance of they don't know how to talk to people anymore. <laughs> after, having, <laughs> after having watched these for this much uh, at, at this high of a frequency for, for so long. Uh, so I, I knew I need to give you a little bit of leeway with that. However, I still think plausible is a generous mm -hmm. rating on this theory. Um, 
I think part of it could just be that he stumbles into it when he <laughs> when things are successful. It was like a, oh my gosh, I can't believe that worked. Like Mr. Magoo kind of thing? Oh, Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> yes. Uh, he magooed his way through it. and That's uh, the Michael Scott <laughs> thing right there. <laughs> yes, it is. Maybe that helped inform the casting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yes, those are my reasons for giving cool. this a plausible rating. All right. Uh, well, since we've all rated, it's almost time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, I just wanted to share this detail I found on Reddit. Sometimes I'm curious how certain actors get cast in their roles. So when I see a post like this one from Obimo Obin Kimono on Reddit, I feel enlightened and want to share the knowledge. Vin Diesel's full legal name Vehicle identification number diesel was the sole determining factor in his original casting for the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> Bravo. That is absolutely genius. I give that. We're, we're done. Like all, all the comedians are done. Like there's no getting higher than, than that joke. I mean, that, that's, it's not just a joke. It's not just a fascinating detail. That is, that's oh, pretty much a fan theory too. We didn't even make That's it to 50 comedy. episodes and we're done. <laughs> We've <laughs> reached so the pinnacle. We just, yeah. There's nowhere, nowhere but down from here. <laughs> yes, I give that a genius. That was excellent. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Fan Theory Queries. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we learn what one fan thinks is really going on behind the scenes of the Portal video game series. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West, Art Smart, and Attaboy Clarence! <laughs>